1: It's Monday, May 2nd. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. Gen Z doesn't seem like they want to work, and they're broadcasting it over social media. Many have said that they don't have a dream job because they don't dream of labor. The past few years of the pandemic have changed many attitudes when it comes to the work-life balance, and young people entering the workforce at this time don't want to get bogged down and toiling away with nothing to show for it. They have gained reputations as job hoppers and aren't afraid to air their grievances on social media with hashtags like #QuitTalk. Terry Nguyen, Reporter, and Vox joins us for more. Thanks for joining us, Terry. Yeah, happy to be here. Let's talk about work, specifically when it comes to Gen Z. You know, there's a lot of generational differences and attitudes when it comes to working. And, you know, we just went through the pandemic. We went through the great resignation. Everybody was looking to strike that work-life balance. And especially our younger generations, as they come into a workforce that's kind of been disrupted all, all different types of ways, their attitudes specifically are changing. And one of the things that struck me is that kind of this anti-work ideology that seems to be spreading out there. There's this uh, great phrase that, you know, a lot of people tell you, you know, you should uh, work to getting your dream job, but a lot of uh, these Gen Z people say, you know, they don't dream of labor. You know, they don't they're they're they don't have a dream job because they're not dreaming of working forever. So, Terry, walk us through some of this. What are we seeing with it?
2: Yeah, so I was really interested in this popularity of, as you mentioned, kind of this seeming like anti-work ideology online, or people proclaiming that they aren't happy with their jobs, they're quitting their jobs, they don't dream of labor, uh, things of that nature. And whether if people are just talking the talk, or if they're actually you know, quitting their jobs, or it's if this is really having a change in the American workplace. And what I found was that a lot of this often has kind of arisen out of discontent during the pandemic. And that's led a lot of people to reassess whether their jobs are fulfilling, whether they're being paid enough, whether there are certain circumstances at work that they can, that they're okay with and what they're not okay with. And so um, with most Gen Zers um, and millennials, kind of young people in general, They're not really afraid to publicly quit their jobs or put their employers on blast. But the reality is they really still have to work um, to earn a living. We all do.
1: Yeah. And and we've seen some of that, right, to to that point. A long time ago, you know, you usually didn't talk bad about an employer publicly, privately, in your private circles all all day long, right? That's how we vent about things. But we had kind of seen this difference in, especially on social media, a lot of TikTok videos and whatnot, of just people putting their former employers on blast. It's almost like they didn't really care what the future holds. And, you know, we've been hearing all these stories, you know, employers check your social media, all this stuff. You shouldn't make yourself seem like an unseemly prospect. Uh, But even that started changing a little bit.
2: Yeah, what's interesting is I spoke uh, to a sociologist, actually, who studies um, labor, and she mentioned that while, you know, a lot of younger workers have this reputation for job hopping, for kind of being kind of careless about uh, leaving their jobs very publicly, there's also it kind of holds in line with this erosion in the employer and employee contract. So a lot of employees are entering these roles understanding or with the knowledge that they're not going to stay here for very long at all. Like they're not going to go into a company and stay there for 10, 20 years or their entire life which is something that, you know, their parents or grandparents might have done with an employer. And so that relationship has also really changed. And a lot of employers are more comfortable letting employees go. And so that kind of contributes a little bit to this, you know, I don't know if animosity is a little too strong because not everyone is putting their employer on blast on social media, but it certainly contributes to this, like, overwhelming attitude.
1: Uh, Tell me a little bit more about this attitude from younger people, because, I, and, you know, we we go to social media a lot, obviously, we refer to TikTok, they have this hashtag, quit talk, when people talk about quitting their jobs and all that. But what are the aspirations of some of these young people? Because to the point of some of this, right, it's not wanting to work. Uh, I guess there was a people saying they wanted to be a rich housewife is the goal. Uh, you know, I want to be an influencer, I I don't want to work and, and and right, this starts fueling kind of those perceptions of different generations. Everybody thinks the generation below them wants to work less and less and less. I know myself, I've, of course, who doesn't want to not have to worry about money and not work? But this is kind of the attitude that's been forming.
2: Yeah. So I, I really think a better way to think about that is that young people want jobs that are better suited to them rather than kind of going in and having to hustle for like certain benefits or a position that they feel um, that you know, it caters to their skill set. So I spoke to a, a few young people and they mentioned that they want more, you know, work from home flexibility or they want an employer who allows them to, you know, work on their own hours and, you know, have a little more um, choice over certain projects or things they care about. I mean, I, I think it's not entirely accurate to say that they don't want to work. It's kind of they're more particular about the work and the time that they're contributing to their employers. Another thing that was interesting when I was reporting this out was that there was this trend of people trying to break into other industries that might be better paying or have better benefits or um, more flexibility. Um, An example of this was the break into tech TikTok trend, where people would kind of document their efforts to go from, say, like a customer service job to, you know, working for a tech company and kind of the skill sets and the additional hours they put in like after their customer service job to get into this new role where they believe that they can, you know, have a more fulfilled life. And so in that way, it doesn't seem too far off from kind of, work is still a person's identity. They just want to be in a better, higher paying role, which is true for most people.
1: Definitely. And, you know, even the change in attitudes from employers, right? There's uh, when you're talking about these tech jobs, they need so many people, obviously in a variety of different positions. Even those employers have started not using college degrees as a, as a absolute requirement for employment. They're, opening their pool of candidates to a lot more people in that sense of things. So you mentioned kind of uh, this notion, right, that young Gen Zers are job hopping. They're moving around too much, but employers play a part in that also you know when they need to cut costs they start cutting people out they start firing people especially throughout the pandemic uh, you know we went through this uh, where I worked this whole period of everybody was furloughed for a moment because you know the company wasn't making as much then those furloughs got extended then they became permanent you know so what does the employee do at that point? well you have to start hopping around.
2: Yeah, I also think that the economic circumstances, um, you know, of this current moment, kind of discussions about student loan debt, growing wealth inequality during the pandemic and wage stagnation over decades. I think a lot of young people are aware of this. They feel that things aren't changing and haven't changed for a very long time. And so as a result, I think they're more comfortable using um, more anti-capitalist language and being more politically forward and kind of what they want to see change. But I I don't think the attitude is totally um, abandonment of work because that's financially impossible for most people. Like the country still has to go to work. But it's just, I think, an accumulation of all these different factors that have led people to feel just really, really frustrated and the first thing they can do about it is really to like post it on, about it on social media.
1: You also raise a very interesting point in all of this of, uh, you know, a lot of these younger people that are talking about this work-life balance, they're very new to the workforce. <laughs> you know, a lot of them haven't gone through the many years of soul-crushing job hours and whatnot, right? They they want to get in on the, on the ground floor and just be at the top. And there's a a local radio uh, station where I live uh, where one of the hosts coined a term called the dues gap. Like you got to pay your dues. And, you know, a lot of times younger workers haven't paid those dues. So in the conversations that you've had with a lot of people, how do they feel about that? I mean, you know, there's kind of this sense of you have to work your way up in a lot of ways.
2: Right. I do think that there is this agreement that you have to work your way up to like middle management and management. Like, I, I don't think people come in expecting to be given, you know, a high level of C-suite job. But I do think the desire is for every worker to feel respected in their role. And I spoke to this 27 year old who was based in North Carolina, and she said that she was just really frustrated that it felt like her boss didn't respect her because she was, you know, a younger person and felt like she wanted to work from home and could still do her job, but couldn't, you know, do that. And so I think um, these, it's hard to generalize in these situations. But overall, I think the attitude is that young people want to feel empowered and respected in their jobs. And, you know, I, I don't think that they want just a shortcut to the top.
1: You mentioned in the article as well, you know, it's super easy to group people by their ages and and how they feel. That's why, you know, we're talking about Generation Z, you know, younger millennials and all that, but a probably better way to do it would be when they entered the workforce and, you know, we're coming off the pandemic, a lot of people going, uh, you know, millennials going, going through uh, recessions and then going into the pandemic and, and you know, a high inflation, and all that stuff. This is what influences their attitudes about work, right? And when you talk about social media, people finding common ground there, you know, that's how these attitudes start persisting. And, and that's why we have these young people from the onset really... I guess trying to put their future in in, uh, in the best way possible. You know, I want to have that from the very beginning.
2: Right? Yeah, I, I also feel like I, when I was writing this piece, I really tried to source at the nuance and realize that there are factors like. You know, education level, social class, race and gender that like factor in all the reasons why people are in the labor market are working or are struggling to get a job or getting promoted. So there's like a lot of different factors at play here. But yes, yeah, so the sociologist I spoke with said that entering the labor market is kind of the economic circumstance of how someone enters the labor market will shape how they feel about work. And for the past you know, decade, um, members of Gen Z and millennials have witnessed basically like two recessions from back to back. And that's a very different labor market experience than what older generations have experienced.
1: And so what is the effect of all of this, right? We're seeing a lot more Americans wanting to start their own businesses. As you mentioned earlier, uh, lower wage wo- workers wanting to pivot into these higher paying tech jobs. We've seen this whole TikTok generation and social media generation, influencers and whatnot, people wanting to go that way. And so this is kind of uh, where people are going to. And uh, especially, and even uh, unionization efforts, right? When you look at places like Amazon, who don't want unions, uh, we're starting to see those pushes all over the country.
2: Yeah, I definitely think this is in line with kind of these greater unionization efforts that are occurring across the country. But kind of towards the tail end of my piece, I mentioned that while you know Gen Z is very vocal about this, their involvement in unions is not very high. And that could be a result of kind of there are fewer unionized jobs in America today than there were 30 years ago. And so it's really interesting to see kind of this wave of unionization among companies, people working at Amazon, Chipotle, Starbucks, kind of all these or very popular American companies. So I'm also really interested in seeing whether, you know, this will affect, you know, generationally, if this is going to carry on, like, in the next
1: decade or so. Terry Wynn, reporter at Vox, thank you very much for joining us.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me.
1: I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David.